Hey podcast listeners, welcome back to another episode of Technology's Impact on Generation Z. I'm your usual host, Dachi, and today I'm going to be joined by... Avanish, and uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Technology's Impact on Generation Z. and specific- uh, More specifically, right, we're going to be talking about the effect of social media on interpersonal connections and things of that nature. So why don't you start off this podcast? Sure. Remember the old days when you had eye contact in a conversation? When everybody was not looking down at a device in their hands? You've become so focused on that tiny screen that you forget the big picture. The people right in front of us. We forget that we actually have a family and that we have relationships that are meaningful to us. We put this all off because there's other things that we can do. We become too comfortable in a state when we just believe that we cannot actually we we stop trying to actually take an effort to actually fix things that can be fixed. And kids and adults are so focused on their phones to a point where when the phone is not in their hand they feel that it's a part of them almost the other day i was speaking to a kid who attends farmington high school and he was t- talking to me about how he felt naked because he didn't have his phone it's become such an it's become a basic necessity almost like water and oxygen that people need their phones but it's not like that when you have such a thing if you're going to be prioritizing your phone over your family and other interpersonal relationships you're going to be living a life that's a lie Right and I think that's definitely a sentiment that is really felt through you know the adults of you know of our time right and although technology has come a long way in generation Z I think there are definitely a lot of alarming factors that you know point towards being you know very destructive to families and such right I'm sorry Actually, to cut you uh, off uh, can you explain to our listeners who the people of generation Z exactly are Well I mean it's quite obvious right you know there was the baby boomers you had you know the next generation that followed I really don't know the name of that but but generation Z is really a generation that you know grew up with social media in their hands really since they came out of the womb right you know 6 7 years old they had iPads they had iPhones they had screen all over their faces and I think this is really you know helped destroy a lot of the family dynamics that used to exist back in the day when we didn't have technology and in fact according to the um vision council around 83% of americans spend time with you, with each other using screens right that means they're not really physically talking to each other they're just texting they're calling they're even just facetiming and i think that's definitely destroying a lot of people and i think you know i think they're you know trying to be together but in the same way in the same i guess scope they're also being very separate right the usage of excessive screen time has almost destroyed communications and relationships of you know friends and you know family right people are so immersed in their you know cellular cellular devices that they forget that they even have a family or someone to really talk to and i think this is really due to the pressure that they face from society and i think you have a good you know anecdote for that don't yeah. you yeah 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 so i have a friend from india and um there are basically these board exams or so and they are the most important exams in a student's lifetime and it almost like assures you that you're going to go to college or not because they don't have a holistic approach for uh selecting kids in college. Yeah, it's just basically like who has the highest grade goes to college. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So since he's taking six subjects and he messed up the first exam which is on math, he decided not to actually do any of the other exams and he shut himself in like a hikikomori mm-hmm. which is a Japanese term for shut-ins. And he never talked to anybody. Exactly. He not he shut parents? himself yeah, yeah, yeah. For a couple wow. of months he just had his mom giving him food and he wouldn't uh, say a word to her mm-hmm. because of all that pressure. and his parents used to hit him a lot too at the same time and because of pressure he feels he feels that he's let everybody down and that he doesn't deserve to live mm-hmm. but so this, so how does he how does he spend his time on social media is that yeah, is that it's, his it's almost an escape you could say because mm-hmm. technology is providing an escape to people who are trying to 
not you know be they're trying to not conform to society's expectations and they feel that they they're so angry at everything society has done to them until that point that they almost escape and they feel that social media and a life online on the internet and on video games is is an escape and they it's their safe place almost because they feel like they're not being judged because you have a filter when you're on the internet mm-hmm. you and can't you, see them you can't you know talk to them there's exactly. no physical interaction they actually feel free and mm-hmm. they because of doing so it almost promotes this sense of feeling of being insecure when they go outside because yeah, they yeah. almost always feel like they're being judged by now now what do you what do you think you know do you think that's correct no i think that's you know, i what my personal feeling of all this is that technology is actually not technology as such technology does have a lot of positive things to offer but the excessive usage of technology which is very common in people who are trying to escape society's uh, expectations mm-hmm. as such since technology is offering you an escape from that i don't think it's a good thing because i feel that people should learn to actually work within the society right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. actually try to like integrate with society after they finish high school and college and actually contribute to society you can see this in J- japan as 600,000 hikikomoris exist and people they don't they literally don't talk to anybody and they just shut themselves in yeah, and because yeah. of that you can see right now the japanese government is trying to increase their workforce because of even declining birth rates they believe that they need to make people to actually start working again so yeah i just feel that technology is somehow helping hikikomoris be a hikikomori and that's not a good thing yeah and yeah. it's definitely something that government should take notice of and actually try to like combat against and i think that sentiment from japan really you know translates you know when um when you related to what dr edward was talking about from one of our paper sources um you know he was saying that we may have to exercise discipline to use the controls we have but we are not slaves to the devices unless we allow ourselves to become so to me the trick is to put yourself in charge of your screens instead of allowing your screens to be in charge of you and i think that's really something they must be you know working towards right and i think social media in a lot of ways is enabling for you know a lot of reaching out right for a lot of people that are in places where it's more isolated isolated but it's also allowing people to become more isolated because you know that's really the reverse process of all the people in japan and i think that's a two-way process that we want to make it into a one-way process where it's just beneficial and positive yeah that's definitely the case with most parents and teens kids always enjoy talking to their parents about their lives to feel safe and know that someone actually acknowledges their words and thoughts in fact communication promotes child's self esteem but then when you see your own parents checking their phones when you're trying to, when the child is trying to have a conversation with them it makes you feel that they've almost abandoned you and you feel that the phones are more important to them than you and as most people know that parents set examples for their kids when the parents are actually going to be so attached to their phones the kids are going to get even more attached to their phones and get even more because addicted because that becomes that becomes example for them to follow right and i think that's also you know creating a huge divide like we were talking about you know between the kid and the family and i think it's just not the kids who are you know who are basically left out i think many parents in our generation in the current generation might feel like they're not being acknowledged right because they are from a generation where it was more focused on you know physical contact and physical i guess physically talking to people and i think they also have not really adapted to this new generation which is really evolved very very quickly right for example you know if a parent is you know returning home from a long and tiring day of work they're expected to be greeted by their you know lovable family but really most of the kids are just forgetting them you know they're in their rooms on their phones you know talking to their own friends on FaceTime you know through you know texting this or that and it's really just blocking all the senses that you know humans have right the five senses that we have which really 
are aren't really built for you know this social media kind of um, this world that we live in, which is virtual. I think we're definitely you know we're built to live in the reality. Um, and I think that's definitely taking a toll on all of us. Yeah, screen time definitely, you know, it's segregating and destroying a family that would have been loving and would have been something that, that it's not today. But it also negatively affects the kids in adults' mental and physical health. And that's, I think, even more important yeah. than interpersonal communication. Yeah, because definitely when you, like obesity, when you, there's, you know, sleep deprivation, there's, you know, blurred eye vision. There's so many things that are, you know, I guess just, I guess things that are caused, you know, I guess from the side of, you know, using this way, way too much. And I think, you know... Apart from, like, directly even affecting interpersonal communication, I feel that because of the mental effect that screen time has on kids, they feel awkward to actually have real conversation because they feel most comfortable when they're on their phones texting because they feel like they can say what they want because there's a filter, as I said, as you're talking about before, how you don't actually have to completely express what you actually believe you can you can be completely free on the internet you can wear a mask and because people find that to be comfortable people more than being happy or sad i f- i feel that people just want to be feeling comfortable in a state where they feel like they actually belong and and avnish i totally agree with that and i think that's really you know where this you know this this conversation has really come down to right you know the initial purpose of social media and really the internet was to, you know, de-isolate people, right? People that are in all parts of the earth and really it was meant to connect them. But I think, you know, like we were talking about, it's really now starting to work in the other direction, right? Most people that are, you know, within a block of each other or, you know, a few streets of each other, they're just, you know, going on their phone and isolating themselves rather than physically going over the, going over their house and really hanging out with them. And I think, you know, that really just, I guess, ties in with um, Alan Brown's quote. It says, whether you're a parent or not, carving out time to turn off your devices, to disconnect from the wired world and engage with real people who are all around you is one of the best gifts you can really give yourself and the people you love. And on that note, we're going to end this podcast on this one line. Sometimes maybe you just have to disconnect to truly stay connected. Thank you guys. We'll see you guys in the next one.